Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Today session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 253 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining back with us as we continue with a new week of Come Follow Me study for this week. Uh, we are covering uh, the September the 6th to September the 12th uh, section of the Come Follow Me materials, which cover Doctrine and Covenants sections 98 to 101. Uh, a lot to pack in here, and uh, what we have really is the background and context to begin with, particularly with section 98, uh, and a bit of 101 also. Um, with the uh, persecution that was going on in Missouri, in Jackson County, uh, this revelation in section 98 was given. But of course, uh, it was actually given on August the 6th, uh, 1833, uh, which means that Joseph Smith wouldn't have known uh, exactly what was happening in Missouri. It says in the Joseph Smith papers analysis, quote, though he may have known about increasing tensions in Missouri at this time, Joseph Smith had no knowledge of these specific events. In surviving documents, Joseph Smith neither explained the immediate background of this revelation, nor offered any interpretation of the text, close quote. So we know that they were aware of some difficulties in Missouri, some increasing tensions, uh, but they didn't know that by this stage, uh, on the 6th of August, um, a church leader, Edward Partridge, and another member were tarred and feathered. The church printing press was destroyed, and um, many of the saints had fled from their homes. This all came about, uh, as we mentioned earlier, but not really gone into too much detail about, uh, because this, the the in initial settlers in Missouri uh, had some problems with the, with the saints. Uh, many of these reasons ranged from uh, their dislike of these individuals who had come into the county and were boasting about how many others would come and uh, this would be their, their centre place to gather, their Zion, as it were, uh, and how many others would come and join them. Uh, there was also concerns around economic issues because, of course, more people who come into the county, the less resources there are to go around, particularly with, with some of the fact that it was part of the Santa Fe Trail and some of the saints were a lot more successful in that business rather than the, rather than they had been. Uh, also, other than economic issues, there was also political issues around about um, particularly slaves so the saints had come from kind of places and had beliefs about slaves that were that slaves should not be allowed, whereas Missouri was a slave state. And so they were concerned that the more members of the church that there were in the state, then the more potential they had to have a voice uh, with, with political matters. There was also communication issues where the saints had the evening and the morning star newspaper. In fact, this printing press was the only printing press this far west that there was. And so the fact that they had this newspaper, and of course this newspaper would be sharing and um, reporting their points of view on things, they were very concerned about, as there was no other uh, publications uh, this this far west in Missouri at this point. Uh, and of course, the another point, other than economic and political issues, were religious issues. Um, the initial settlers of Missouri just did not believe in what the saints were teaching. And again, with the rising numbers of the saints and the, uh, not the, well, the 
claims that many more saints will be joining them uh, was a concern to these individuals as well. Now, of course, um, you know, the way they went about it uh, was is not uh, condoned. Uh, the, the violence and just the, uh, the sheer horror that, that took place with, to the saints uh, was not condoned. Uh, and in fact, the, these people told the saints that they had to leave. Uh, the leaders there asked for a certain time period so that they could get word back to church, the church leaders uh, and then know what to do. They said no. The leaders then of the church then asked for 10 days in Missouri, asked for 10 days. They said no. They said they had 15 minutes uh, to go and get their things and go. Uh, and basically this meeting that they were supposed to be having, which was meant to be um, kind of civil and, and organised, then turned into a full-on mob. Uh, and this is where the printing press was destroyed. The pages of the Book of Commandments were thrown out into the street, which were many of, a number of which were saved by um, members and, and hidden in, in a cornfield. cornfield. Uh, this is where Edward Partridge and another member were tarred and feathered uh, and many other things that, that we've kind of studied and, and, learn, and we learn about from the records here. So Joseph Smith is writing this uh, and this is something which, again, he wouldn't have known the full details of, but he would have been aware of the rising issues between the two. And so as we read this now, kind of consider um, how the Lord is speaking to these people, not Joseph Smith, because he is giving them specific words of encouragement and hope and peace in a time of great difficulty, um, which many of us wouldn't really be able to, to fathom or understand. Um in verse 1 it says, Verily I say unto you, my friends, fear not, let your hearts be comforted. Yea, rejoice evermore, and, if, and in everything give thanks. Now, we, we will have this discussion at some point, but it's this idea of giving thanks to the Lord despite the difficulties. I mean, it would be difficult for some members, I'm sure, to hear the words of this revelation. The fact that they've just been chased from their homes, many, many of them. The fact that they have lost everything in most cases. And yet they're being asked to, to give thanks. Uh, and I suppose that this, you know, is something which many of us can learn from. When great difficulties come into our lives within our family, uh, through work, through many other means and manners, um, we are still asked to give thanks to the Lord for what we have. And to be fair, you know, when we do this, the, the trials that we have seem a lot less lighter, for we recognise the light that comes from Christ into our lives, despite the great difficulties that have come. Uh, Marvin J. Ashton said this, quote, The truths and in everything give thanks, and thou shalt thank the Lord God in all, I think, in all things, are not only recommended tools of appreciation, but are powerful attitude guidelines prescribing rewarding patterns. Think of the personal challenge to thank God in all things. If we thank God in all things, we will not permit ourselves to get behind. We must work each day to beat somebody, to beat yesterday's record, not someone else's. With his help, we can accomplish all things and be winners indeed in the processes of eternity. Close quote. Thanking the Lord in all things uh, will bring us great blessings and great attitudes. And this attitude will help us to get ahead and be more positive. Um, and it will also show a, a gratitude for the blessings that we have. In verse 2 it says, Waiting patiently on the Lord, for your prayers have entered the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth, and are recorded with this seal and testament, 
The Lord have sworn a decree that they shall be granted. These are powerful promises here. Remember the Lord of the Sabaoth means Lord of hosts and is kind of a military or a, not a war style or a war type uh, reference to him, but are strong in terms of how he is our saviour and will redeem us um, temporally and spiritually. And of course, um, the promise that the pray, that their prayers have entered his ears, uh, the promise that he has sworn and decreed that his that the prayer shall be granted, uh, is a powerful thing. President Russell M. Nelson says, "If quote if we pray with an eternal perspective, we need not wonder if our most tearful and heartfelt pleadings are heard. The Lord chose His strongest words to reassure us: seal, testament, sworn, decreed, immutable covenant." Brothers and sisters, believe him. God will heed your sincere and heartfelt prayers and your faith will be strengthened. Close quote. Um, the immutable covenant bit is in verse 3. And he says in verse 3, All things wherewith you have been afflicted shall work together for your good and to my name's glory, saith the Lord. We know that the Lord had promised them that Zion will be built there. And don't forget that this event is actually not the end of the saints in Missouri. It's just where they've been uh, driven out of Jackson County. They then go and settle across the river in Clay County, which, of course, is not the place where the Lord said that they would be able to build Zion. But uh, at this time, there was further blessings and promises to come. But as we know, with hindsight, they would ultimately be driven out of Missouri. Uh, and we know that those promises that the Lord gave were not fully fulfilled for those saints at this time. And of course, we mentioned before that there was many issues. And in fact, a number of church leaders uh, or church members in Missouri at that time said that they were right to be driven out, that the saints were starting to become rebellious and starting to ignore the words of the Lord. Um, and we also, you know, there will be other factors that we may not know about either. And that's the thing is that we can point to the saints' behavior and perhaps say that's why Zion wasn't built in Missouri at this time. Uh, and that may be true. It may not be true. Who are we to judge? We we all have our own issues in our lives to deal with uh, and things to repent of. Never mind for looking at these early saints and, and blaming them or pointing at their behaviours. Uh, but, <clears throat> but what we do know is that today the church has been built up and is stronger than, and, and has been received great blessings. Uh, and that's in part, um, you know, the blessings re- re- that were promised by the Lord but also that the promises about Zion will be fulfilled one day um, in, in Missouri, uh, in Jackson County specifically. And that is something which we can look forward to one day. Thank you very much for listening to today's study. We'll continue with section 98 tomorrow. Please do follow the podcast on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can uh, join um, or you can share your thoughts by email ldsgsession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.